This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the MFG cast. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few things, board game style. We're going to be talking about what we've been playing recently. We're going to be talking about what we've done with our small games and etc. So what do we want to start with first? Should we talk about what we've been playing recently? Sure. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll start, actually. I'm really This is of- mostly board game stuff, but I actually I actually thought I would bring up that um, lately I've finished a couple of video games, which is unlike me. Mm. Tracy, if, if you don't know, she has a little side hustle where she does some resin work, so she makes some resin stuff. And while she's doing that, a lot of times I'll go downstairs with her and I'll play on the PlayStation 4. Well... I've played a couple of games. I've played Star Wars Squadrons, which is basically a flyer. So you're playing uh, you're playing as both sides. You're playing against the New Republic and as the Empire. I was like, "Don't look at me." Sorry, I no, no, I wasn't looking at you. I was just like, "Why can't I think of what I was what I'm what it is?" But yeah, you play as both sides, and you play through a storyline of you know these. It's this one guy that used to be a part of the Empire, and then he basically turns to go to the side of the Jedi and one of the bad guys from the Empire that was friends with this other guy felt like they were being betrayed so it's like this story of pitting each other against each other but it's really fun I uh usually when it comes to these Star Wars games where you're using your um your man that you're piloting like certain spaceships and stuff like that I'm usually pretty terrible at it but this one I actually was doing pretty good at it so it was it was nice to play that is that the one you finished? Yes. And then I also finished another one, which is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I think it's what it's called. Oh, no. Shoot. Oh, I think that's the other one that I can't play because I don't have a PS5. Okay, it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is what it's called. And uh, that one is you have a certain character. His name is Cal. And he is this kind of like mine worker and he figures out that he or they you find out that he kind of has these powers he can use the force and he slowly becomes this jedi works with this old jedi that used to be a jedi but but she quit because one of her um apprentices turned evil and that's like a big storyline because you fight her during the game and stuff like that and those games, just any Star Wars game that I've played, I've just really loved. And the fact that I've actually been able to finish both of these, I'm like super pumped about it. Because as you get older, you don't get enough time to play as many game, video games as you want. So when I get that time in, I like to, you know, be able to accomplish something. So it was nice to be able to do that. I can. Yeah. Enough of me blabbing about that. Uh, what else have we been playing recently? Lots of things. We've, I just pulled up BG Stats because I've been very good about 
tracking our plays. Yeah, because we want to get back into that since BG Stats screwed us over by, you know, switching between phones, but we that's old news. Yes, that's why I didn't talk about it. Yep. So um, we've, I don't know how far, I don't remember when our last episode came out. Oh, uh, it's been a bit, a couple weeks. So we've played some games that we have talked about on the episodes or past episodes before. So we brought back, we did some board game arena plays with John, and we did Viticulture, Acropolis, Castles of Burgundy, um, Imhotep, uh, Azul, Russian Railroads. I think we've talked about all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have some standard games that, I shouldn't say standard, but some games that we always tend to go back to and yeah. play, partially because then we have more time to play a lot of games because we already know how to play those. And then on game night, Mike and Jason and Kurt played. I didn't play this week. Um, they played Tiny Epic Galaxies. If the, For those of you who are familiar with that, it's really not like one of my favorites. It's okay, but it's not like one of my favorite games. So I'm kind of um, okay with them playing that game mm-hmm. um, this past week. That's a little small, yeah, little baby game. Yeah. A little... That's why it's called Tiny Epic. Yeah. It's like a little tiny one in a box. Um, And then they... Kurt introduced, I think, both of them. Because I don't think Mike had played that either. Is Dead Man's Draw. Yeah. And that one, I haven't played in ages. And now I have a hankering to play that one. That's a game by the old defunct Mayday Mm -hmm. games, right? Yep. And that one's a cool game if you ever want to look into that one i don't know if you want to talk about it or not yeah that's it's just a push your luck game where you are trying to get as many cards as you can and depending upon the symbols on the cards they do certain things like a cannon like blast oh god i can't remember now you know that's probably the wrong one to do um how about the treasure chest and the key yeah the treasure chest and the key it's like you what you're doing is you're flipping over a card card by card and if you ever at one point get two of the same card you bust so that's where the push your luck comes from and so as you go along every symbol has a certain thing so like tracy said with the key and the treasure chest if those appear at the same time and you haven't bust when you claim those cards you get twice as many cards that you have or you get another a round of that many cards for the top of the deck. So if you have six that you took on, then you take six off the top deck. Mm-hmm. They're like the mermaids. They have their high, higher, cars, car, higher cost cards, but don't have any special abilities unless you play a variant. There's a, like a orbital eye or something like that. Oracle or, is what Oracle. Why did I call it an orbital? Because Anyway, Oracle eye. Yeah. And that one sees the future for you. So if you place that one, then you can actually peek at the card that's coming next. And that'll help you determine whether you want to continue to press your luck or if you know that there's um, something that's coming up that will cause you to bust. Yeah. There's also a Kraken card that makes you play two extra cards that you have to play. So that's more of a more of a reason to bust. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of play that until the deck runs out and whoever uh, has the most points between your symbols because you actually count the highest card in the symbol that you have and all of those whoever has the most points wins also there's variants of like you can have trait cards for certain pirates you can have other little variants that they have like play to like 20 points or 
this kind of thing. So like yep. there, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to it. I think it's something that's still available. It's not being made by the company because the company's not I think together they, anymore. They call it like when we log our plays on BG stats, they call it Dead Man's Draw Captain Carcass now. Yeah, so I wonder the if the box I, looks a little bit different than what we have. So I think we might have an old an older version of it. Yeah. Maybe somebody took over the name of it, you know, took over the rights to it and made like it we right. haven't like researched that. Because to be honest with you, we have the original and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um they did that and so I'm kinda jealous about that. And then um last night we played on Board Game Arena with John again. Um we introduced him to Go Nuts for Donuts, which we haven't played that in a long time. Yeah. We have the physical copy of it, but they have it on Board Game Arena. And um, he mentioned Sushi Go, and we have the physical copy of that, too. So we played that. A couple easy games, kind of um, trying to get pairs and points that way. And I don't know how else to describe them. Kind of kind of a set collection set and yeah. things like that. Yep. And then we played our Castles of Burgundy, because we always have to play one of those, because that game is amazing. Acropolis. And then John taught us the game... Valbara. Is that how you pronounce it? I that's I don't know. That's like how that. we're going to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Game that came out in 2022, I think is what I read. And that is a card game. And one thing I'm going to say I'm thankful for first is the fact that Board Game Arena does all the point calculations. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about that one? My brain is kind of a little bit dysfunctional today. That's okay. So what the what the main focus of the game is, is each player plays a clan leader that has to secretly play a card from their hand, representing a member of their tribe, trying to take over some territories. So each card has that member, and they're, I think it's from like 1 to 12. Yeah, because you yeah. all have the same deck of cards, which is 1, two, one through 12, and each member has an ability so like what you're trying to do is you're trying to collect these land or these territory cards and there's um i think depending upon player count for a three-player game we had four in a what they call top row first our first row and then they have four in what's called a second row so what you're doing there is were four cards i thought yes. there were only three was it three yeah oh there is three yeah because one per person Apologies. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, what's happening is that um, the ones in the front row are the ones that the only ones that you can claim on that round, except for each certain tri- or tribe member or whatever has abilities that can kind of manipulate that. Like one of the cards is like swap one of the your one of the uh, cards in the first row with another one from the second row. There's one where it's like take one of your cards that you've already collected. And swap it with the bottom of the deck. And then another one that's the top of the deck. Yep. There's another card where it's like, take back a member of your clan that you've already played so you can play him again, you know, at another turn. There's a lot of different ways to kind of manipulate. But the territories themselves also have certain things where that's kind of set collection-y too. Yep. So you can collect certain things. So what are the territories that you can collect and what do they do? So there's uh, one, I believe it's like, maybe planes or something like that and Field. it's fields thank yep, you yep. it's two points um for every field you collect so if you have one it's two points if you have two it's four points and so on so you get multiplies. the point on that one yep. 
Um, there is, uh, is it temples? What is, no, mountains. Mountains, yep. Mountains. So that one is, if you collect one mountain, it's worth zero. If you collect two, it's worth ten. If you collect three, it's worth nothing. If you collect four, it's worth twenty. Yeah, yep. Oh, I can't believe I remember that. (laughs) Um, So, of course, you're going to want to try to be strategic as you're collecting those. There's another one where um, you get a certain number of points if you get certain or different types of each of the types of territories. Yes, correct. There is uh, forests that are worth um, different values, and it's just straight-up values. So it would be like, this card's worth three points, this one's worth four, this one's worth five, and I think it goes up to maybe six. Yeah, I think it goes from three to six. Yep, I think you're right. There, I mean, there's just a various amount or various items. I think there's even one that's... Um, if you collect it, it's worth up to six points based on what type of leader you're using to collect that card. Mm-hmm. So if you're using a leader worth um, four, then that one is going to get you four points when you collect that one. Yeah. Something to take on, too, is as you're using these people in your hand to try to collect these territories you're only given a certain number at a time. So you're not holding all 12 in your hand at the same time. You just get um, a group of them. And I can't remember how many we had in our hand at a time. Maybe six? Yeah, that that would make sense. Yep, because the 12 cards. And as as they're in your hand, like Kurt said, they're one through 12. So the lower valued ones would get you to take your turn and make the selection for the territories first. But they're... Their action on the bottom is not as good as the ones that are higher valued. So, like, if you played a two-value person to try to collect a territory, they might just have to pay points or something. Yeah, I think it's you give somebody else two points when you do that. Yeah, I was just, I couldn't think of what it was. But, so those aren't as good of an action as, like, the example he gave of playing... Uh, maybe a higher value card where you can like exchange cards and try to get something in a set that you wanted more. So, but then you have to wait your turn. So you may not even be able to get what you want. Mm -hmm. So more bang for your buck on the higher valued cards. If you can wait for for it and it plays over nine rounds Mm -hmm. and then the most points wins. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun game. It was nice to learn something new. And it, like we said, it's a card game. It's really affordable. I think it's maybe like 20 bucks yeah. or something like that, mm-hmm. between 20 and $25. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's Valbara by Studio H. Studio H? That, that's the name of the company. Okay. I just had, I wanted to make sure I heard H. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we played that three times last night. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quick and easy. We also, like, all of us got a win, and I think that's kind of what we were going for. Because, like, the first time we played, like, I didn't feel like I did that great. So I was like, I want to play again. And then we played again. And then I won. I was like, oh, that's good. And then we played again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we each won. One. Yeah, 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 it was nice. It was good. Mm -hmm. So that was great. Yeah, for sure. So that's what was happening lately in our neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. True. 
Well, let's kind of talk about the meat of like what we were going to talk about for like our main topic. We decided that we downstairs in our basement was where we have all our games. We've got, you know, some Calyxes and some other game shelves and stuff like that. And we wanted to make sure that we kind of utilized all of our space because we're starting to get games. Things are starting to get kind of clunky. There's games on top of shelves and, you know, just things uh, behind other stuff, and it was getting kind of ridiculous. Well, we had this little uh, fun little game, or this fun little shelf that we had found somewhere to um, put our little games in. Well, we just decided that when we had that thing, it was really hard for us to really be like, okay, what games are in here? Like, they were kind of almost out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, unless we, like, really focused focused on it. Well... That and the fact that we wanted to potentially replace that for another shelf that held bigger games. Yes, correct. Yeah. So what we ended up doing is we ended up buying some plastic cases, some big plastic cases with some little plastic cases inside, and we decided to take some of our, all of our, most of our small games and put those in those little cases with, like, labels on them to kind of tell us what they were. So... I know that there are a lot of collectors out there that would probably be squeamish about, okay, so what we ended up doing is taking the guts, putting it in there, taking uh, either the front cover of the box or the side cover of the box and cutting it out and pasting it on the inside of the thing so we actually know what it is. And I know there's a lot of people that just love the art of boxes and like how much it goes into that. Where us, we were just trying to, you know, like, kind of utilize, take, not taking up so much space. And even you had said that, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, you wouldn't even done that. Well, I still think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we did that. Yeah. Like, I kind of am like, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, but, the, the, but the thing is, is that the... It's just a box. Exactly. It's just a box. I think, I think more for me, I was hesitant because now I'm like... Now, if we decide we don't want that game, who's going to want the game in this box? That's true. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. But it is what it is, and we can't turn back now. No. And I'm I'm glad we did it, to tell you the truth, because now we can easily grab one of those cases that holds, what, 16 games in it or something like that? Yeah. We have four of them. Yeah. That hold 16 games apiece, except some of them, the games actually share a home a container together like the box that we got actually i bought it for my business and then i realized it didn't serve the purpose that i was hoping it would and then i had mentioned to kurt before hey people use these to i don't know if you've ever seen it but they use these for their smaller games for convenience or whatever and then he's like i've been seeing that a lot and i'm like that's because our phones spy on us no <laughs> um yes i do but so we decided to instead of having me return those utilize those and we ended up having to buy two more so we have four of them and some of the cases inside of them um actually have a couple games because of the size of them they share a space with them but they their original intention was actually I think they're, like, for photo storage or something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. I don't know how that would but work like, out who, necessarily. who stores photos anymore? <laughs> I know. I think that's probably why, because they're, like, $45 cases a piece, and we got them for $15. Yeah. And then I had 
like some reward points because we got them from Michael's. I had some reward points. So I legitimately think I got maybe three of them for free or two, two and a half of them for free or something. That yeah. was bananas. So yeah, four of them, they weigh a million pounds. <laughs> but it's a lot of games in there. Easy, though. easy peasy. Oh, and then we bought a, la- a little label maker. And printed and put labels on them. And so in addition to having a part of the box cover on the container, we also have a label. Yeah. And you got to utilize one of them, two of them, when you were playing had game night the other night with the guys. And it seemed to work. You never said anything about it. So it seemed to work yeah, out. He well. put tiny epic galaxies. He brought that to the table and that was in there. And, and Dead uh, Man's Draw, I think, fit in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah. So, and, so, I talk, and I talked to him about it, too. I was like, well, now if we want to play short, quick games, I can just grab one of those games and we can either roll a die or pick a random number and play a game out of it. So you could close your eyes and just point. Exactly. Um, and then we ended up circling back and alphabetizing them, too. Yeah. yeah which, because, is, which is good. Yeah. So that was really nice. We couldn't fit all of our small games on it based on... Like the size of maybe like a little board or most of it was the size of like the writing pad. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a lot of like roll and write stuff for, you know, games that have those big scoring pads for things like that. And it just, you know, just didn't quite work out. That's okay. Which is fine. Yeah, exactly. But it ended up up really making, you know, making us have a little bit more room for other stuff and... I was able to take a lot of games from up above our shelves and stuff like that so we could see the games that are there and not just have everything just kind of hidden. So the intention originally with having the games above on the game shelf was to just display them kind of like a like a board game mm-hmm. store would have and then we got out of it got out of control. Like yeah. there were so many up there, it was hard to see them. They were almost it was chaos. Yeah, it was. So now this will be nice. And honestly, I haven't been down there since you, or I hadn't looked, I should say, since you um, put that other shelf that we built over there. Mm -hmm. Like I started walking over there today when I was down there. And then I was like, where am I going? That's what I was going to go and do. And I never looked. (laughs) Nice. Darn it. Yeah, it's a lot smaller than that other game shelf, which is actually okay because we have so many games that take up so much space in the first place. But um, I think this will also help us be a little more selective in what we're doing and stuff like that, too. You're hilarious. I mean, I really do. I feel like we've actually become a lot better at at the games that we buy, though, too. Because a lot of times we get into this mode where we'd be like, okay, let's just buy a bunch of games because we... You know, because it's winter or we're bored. But we're also really good at considering whether we need something still. Yeah. Like, as we were going through this, too, we actually were talking about whether or not we wanted the games that we were putting in there. Because, like, why why put them all in there and package them all nicely if we're never going to play the game? That's pretty stupid. Yeah. So we talked, we definitely talked about that. And we talked about, I think we talked about having a few of them that we really wanted to play again to determine whether or not we wanted to keep them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I know there are some tiny games there that we always seem to kind of pass up, pass up that we've played in the past. And we're like, okay, do we really want these games or not? So we should actually play them and see like how we feel about them. If, if maybe we've been accidentally passing them up for no good reason, or if there's... 
a well, very good reason that we did. Well, and the cool part about it is it got me going, ooh, this game, I totally forgot we had this game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we had, they were chaotic in that old shelf that we had because we had them, like the shelf had all these drawers and we had them alphabetized. So on each of the drawers were little chalkboards that were on the front that were just built into the shelf. And so they were labeled with alpha, the alphabet. Yeah. And, but you would have to, Pull open each of the drawers to look and see what was in there, which is not hard. But when you have all these other games that are, like, exposed and you can see them, like, that just wasn't the first option. Yeah. Or not the first option, but that just wasn't the first place that we ever went. So as we were going through and putting these in there, I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to play that game again. Or, oh, man, I forgot about this game. Or, oh, you know, I I don't know how many times I said that as we were doing it. Yeah. I'm like, we should just have a game. Day where we play all the game or not all the games, but some of the games in these con- in these new containers instead. Yeah, because that would be fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now I really want to. Why is it Sunday? Yeah. Cool. So, so yeah. So that's kind of what we've been doing lately. Just kind of considering our collections, getting them more condensed, so we can have you know, so going to be a little bit more forthright for us, so we can see what we've got. Um, we've actually been playing, we played a couple of games, you know, quite a few games in the f- past few days, which is good because it feels like we've been kind of slacking a little bit lately in that department. So it's nice to kind of get back to it. So yeah, hopefully that'll be more in the future. I think it will be. Yeah. So yeah, so that's pretty much it for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, if it, this is something that you love, please consider telling a friend about it. I always go back to back back in the day when I used to say tell your grandma about it. I always love that because why would she ever listen to this? But I always thought it was funny when I said that. But she could be a big gamer. Yeah, let any let anybody know about this podcast, please. Word of mouth is how we spread the love. You'll find you can find us on Blue Sky. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, anywhere you can find us, uh, please do. Uh, we'll get in. Love to talk to you about games. And yeah, until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.